you're listening to Shots from Across the Pond with your favorite band, Say Yes, Do Nothing, with special guest Max from Zurich. Spice Girls, I think uh, you were saying in the 90s, Dan? <laughs> yeah, Domino, yeah, Fats Domino, that uh, really elusive member of the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. Jake by by member, we mean groupie. Jake asked how, how old that record is, and... Uh, he said 12. Yeah, it's definitely not 12. I was being facetious. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's definitely an old record, isn't it? It's, it is. It yes. is. I got, that, I got that at what we call a charity shop in the UK, but what I got, it? It, I got it? it in the US. What was it like in 1955, Dave? Well... Uh, a lot more venereal disease, I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah. Rampant. Yeah. Rampant it, it was pretty disease. wild days back then, you know. Fighting communists, getting venereal disease, I'll tell you. Anyway, this is the uh, Shots from Across the Pond radio show on eardrumbuzz.net. Thank you for tuning in. This is our August production, what, end of the what summer. Day, what day is it, though, today? Today is the end of August. Uh-huh. It's the fourth okay. Monday of August. Anybody who's listening knows that, Jake because we're recording this yeah. the day before the 4th. I forgot. It's actually the 23rd. I'm Dave. I'm Dave. I'm Dan. I'm Jake. I'm Max. And Max is joining us. He just arrived from Zurich, old buddy of Jake's, yes. and uh, he's going to tell us about uh, haunted... We were having a long discussion about uh, haunted forests, schools, and uh, bomb shelters just before we started this and realized that we should shut keeping up it light. and, sit and yes. keep it for the podcast. Keeping it light. Going right into the light. Creepy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're fresh off the train from Zurich. So you've just right. uh, had a really... That's really racist, man. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean it like we don't that. say that. 
Yeah, see, well, see the awkward that, silence that, that now? You just, see the awkward silence? Kill. Wow, way to insult a Swiss person. That is so messed up. God damn. He's got me fired up about trains. Just everyone's favorite topic. Everyone loves talking about trains. Yeah, actually, it was a very, a very nice trip um, up to the island. And uh, it feels like being just over the corner. Mm. Actually, I di uh, don't feel like having left home, actually. Yeah. Yes. How would you rate your training experience out of 10, 1 to 10? The training experience, um, I actually didn't think anything while. Uh, that's actually a good training experience, right? That, that's yeah. the training experience. Unless, that, unless that, occurs. Ungradable training experience. That's what nice. makes 8 hours of travel feel like 10 minutes. Right. Yes, if that's only that true. sort of, uh, that worked with other aspects of uh, timings as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so speaking of trains, I think we're going to have a new single coming out, UK Trains, pretty soon. Is that right, Jake? What, are we, what do you think? We're going we're gonna to put out a new single, UK Trains, pretty soon. What do you yes, think of the UK Trains? I think trains so. Thing? Well, the UK Trains don't take you nowhere but the uh, rain and the sea. Is that meant to be irony? Because they do take you somewhere. They, they take you somewhere. Well, it's really more poetic that I'm an American and being on an island. You're American. I am. I'm American. American. You're Welsh. I am. Welsh. Yeah. And we've been through this before. Yeah, I'm from Scotland. <laughs> and obviously we have our friend uh, from Switzerland. But as an American, it's a little bit tough being in a place where there's not a lot of wide open spaces, or at least I haven't seen them in London. So, uh, taking a... Well, the tagline of Wales is wide open space. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Wales. Mean wide open space. What, what's the wide open space? In America, I mean, maybe it's an illusion, but we used to believe in the American frontier and wilderness. I mean, there's no such thing as wilderness anymore. I mean, if you get philosophical, but um, uh, except the Marianas Trench, um, uh, Implosions. like you can kind of go into a national forest in America and just walk that way and just go. I mean, you're not you can. And if you have a backcountry permit, you can just camp anywhere you want mm -hmm. and actually get truly get away from other human beings for days. And I don't experience that here. I don't know if you can do that in Scotland. I've heard you can. More than here, but probably also not to that extent. Yeah. I mean, it is vast. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we, when we, were, when we were playing up in Inverness, we mm. took the, the next day after that, we took a nice drive through just the middle of Scotland. Went from Inverness down to Edinburgh and it's big, it's vast, like, beautiful. Mm. And it's a very that, mountainous place, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Mm. Kind of hilly. Yeah. It's when does a hill become a mountain? mountain? When does a hill become a mountain? Well, there's, there is a, there's a rule about that, actually. What is the it's rule like about? a certain altitude. I don't, I don't know the number, but there is actually like a topographical moment a topographical where you moments. become a mountain. Really? Yeah. But most mountains... Most hills, I don't know if any hills actually become mountains. I think well, it you could be a good band name, Topographical Moment. Topographical Moment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine on the flyer? Like, I mean, you know, it'd have to be in landscape format. I don't, I don't think it would work on most, uh, most marquees. Topograph, yeah, you, yeah. Maybe if you misspelled it, that would be really that's well, great. I th the thing is, uh, like, um, Ben Nevis, I think, is the highest. Oh, I know Ben, he's a friend of mine. <laughs> Are you talking about a mountain? It's a mountain, guy. I think it's a mountain. It's like uh, 1,100 meters above sea level. Mm. It's the highest mountain 
Is that in Wales? In on the in the UK, I think. Yeah, that's in it's Wales. In right? That's Snowdonia. No, no the tallest oh. mountain in Wales is Snowdonia. I've done that. I don't know if that's the tallest mountain I think in the ben UK. Ben Nevis is the top. The oh, highest. we're getting into something here. Now I get and, it. Okay. Well, like, competitive mountain. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, patriotic competitive mountaineering. The <laughs> thing is, where my where my grand lives in Switzerland is in Einsiedeln. Mm. And that is at 900 meters, and that's like really? just a normal thing. Yeah, by that's just way, altitude. By the way, that's yeah, that's, that's the same. place where where Lee Scratch Perry used to live. Einsiedeln. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, what's the deal with Lee Scratch Perry? Why is he? I've seen him live like three times. I was like, I don't get it. I mean, he's mm-hmm. maybe by then he was just shuffling around the stage. But what, what's so great about Lee Scratch Perry? He's a reggae artist. For anybody who doesn't know, is listening from the United States. Well, I, I'll say. It's a shame we, we don't have any record of yeah. him here. No. But like if you if you listen to to the to the early records, yeah, like he started in the ska era in the sixties, uh, and uh, did all the process with uh, with Rocksteady and then to then slowly to reggae, and his work is phenomenal. Like. He what would be a good really, Lee Scratch Perry if you're a, if you're gonna someone like me who's getting introduced to him? What would be a good song to? Uh, there's an album I'm thinking about right now. Um, oh, what's that called? Do you want Google? It's called the album by Lee Scratch Perry. Why don't we, why don't we play this song and then we'll, yeah, we'll tell will, them after? Yeah. Yeah. So this. So what will. song is this? So mm-hmm. we're gonna entertain you. <laughs> we hope. Um, for for. Just a couple of minutes. This song's called That's Entertainment. Wow. <laughs> oh. Smooth transition. All right, and who's this by? The Jam. Uh, the Jam, of course. The Jam. Can I do like that? Yes. We're, we're actually playing just LPs for you on the um, Shots from Across the Pond show. And so sometimes you hear some scratch noises because that's someone destroying someone else's record. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Today we're destroying Jake's record. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like...
We're gonna, are we gonna play another one? Ne- next is that's entertaining. Now we're gonna entertain you. This isn't the jam show. We just really like. We were just reminiscing about different uh, sound media formats, all the way from video disc to cassette to uh, to to multi multi CD players. Well, the way that came up is you were talking about how you have to sort of manually lift the needle and put it in the right place for that track that you want. Because obviously we did that really badly. Yeah, uh, I was talking about heroin addiction. I wasn't talking about. Oh yes, that kind of. Uh, 
So Lee Scratch Perry, what songs? If you're if you want to get into Lee Scratch Perry, what what songs should you get into? Oh yes, that's what. We've yeah, been well, um, this is like the album I was thinking about before. It, it's called Rosefish, Collyweed, and Cornbread. All right. A very. Um, and this is really special, like sound-wise, how how he mixed those days, and um, how he actually. Uh, put samples in his music and started something. Right. Um, so, have you ever heard Screaming the, Target? No. So he was also one of these dance hall guys who would talk right. over like reggae music, and he was a huge influence on the Clash. So when you see the cover of Screaming Target, yeah, like it's basically like the Clash copied his entire look, like how it's kind of oh, kind of the wow. same same era, yeah. Crazy. Do you want to start music already? All right, Dan, yeah, you want to introduce the next song? Yeah, so uh, Dave asked me kind of off the cuff what track I wanted to play uh, this afternoon, and uh, it's kind of based off uh, Jake's dad's extensive record collection of uh, lots of very interesting albums. But uh, this is of an album that I think is um, one of my favourites. It's Beggar's Banquet by the Rolling Stones, and uh, I feel like... Uh, what I really admire about the Rolling Stones is how their their music seems to just resonate with many generations, um, and even stuff recorded sort of 50, 60 years ago is still really appropriate for what's happening in the world right now. And uh, you know, I'm not going to spell it out to you guys, but uh, there's a reason why I chose this track. But it's a it's a favorite of mine, you know. This, this, because because it's shooting. topical. It's like politically topical. I don't get drawn on politics, but yeah, I think uh, it, it, it certainly is. But uh, this is a great track, you know, Keith Richards open tuning, acoustic guitar, and that sound from the Vegas Banquet sessions was just incredible, you know, it really kind of captivated a generation and uh, many, many more generations since then and uh, like I say, I think it's really powerful how it seems to resonate even now and it's 50, 60 years old, so enjoy.
Alright, that was Street Fighting Man. Recorded what? On a little tape recorder, wasn't it? That he had a Philips cassette recorder, yeah. Yeah, and he had and 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 and, and Charlie Watts played on like a little toy drum kit or something. Like that. Sound. There's a the documentary about Keith Richards on Netflix at the moment and he kinda of demonstrates the process of uh, getting that sound. It's just so uh, so simple yet so innovative. We had the tiny little Philips cassette recorders, or I guess they were just recorded at the time. And he gets this acoustic guitar and he kind of gets really close to it and overloads the, mm -hmm. the recorder and then records that itself. And it's a really interesting sound. Do you think it was intentional or it was accident that he recorded and it sounded that way? I, I, I know that he kind of traveled around with that Philips cassette recorder a lot uh -huh. to capture different ideas. And I think it was probably, probably accidental, but you know, a great sound nonetheless. But, uh, yeah, I remember hearing Jumping Jack Flash for the say, for the first time, and it's the same sort of sound. It kind of almost sounds like a piano. I don't know. I, I don't know. You hear it, and you're like, "What is that?" It doesn't sound like a guitar. Mm. You know, that riff comes in. It's kind of it's kind of easy to hear. There's a guitar on this record, but uh, great sound nonetheless. Yeah. So what's next? Well, um, what am I doing? We've got some deep cuts. We're going in. We went went through the box of records. So I don't know. Maybe that would be a good contrast to Steve Paul's song. So we're getting pretty excited. So we've got a show on September twenty third at Camden Assembly. It's an upstairs club above a, a classic pub, right in the heart of Camden, and uh, uh, we'll be playing with the Midnight Specials. It's an all ages show, meaning 14, eight, 14 years old and above. But uh, that's always a good sign because the young people they jump up and down and they appreciate the, the, the loud rock and roll music, which which we hopefully will, will bring to them. So we, we you can uh, you can get tickets through our uh, bio the ticket link and uh, or just contact us and we'll just we'll maybe even give you a ticket and and a t-shirt. Who knows? You can get your own say yes do nothing t-shirts. In fact, I will even say anyone who's listening to this show. If they contact me from wherever they are in the world and say they've been listening to this show, I will send them a t-shirt. What do they have to give you a password? Because if they listen to the show, then they'll know the password. What's the password? What should be? be the password, Dan? Shivas Regal. Shivas Regal. Or as we say in America, Shivas Regal. Shivas Regal. Well, I think, I think like they have to send like the, the, the discount code for, for, for the t-shirt. Why? Because it costs a lot of money to mail it to them. I, have to, I, I make the t-shirts myself, so I print it out on the printer. Backwards. I yeah. iron. I have right. to. I have to order the shirts from from a sports store. I spend all day ironing them on an ironing board, and you know postage, whatnot. Mm. So yeah, Chivas Regal or Chivas Regal Regal. Chivas Regal. Yeah, as we say in. The do you guys have this stuff up across the pond? Because today's podcast is brought to you by Chivas Regal. You do, but I think you're supposed to have like like diamond teeth or something when you drink it. I, I, I don't think oh. it's a yeah. I've never I never drank it before. On, on, my, on that side of the pond. Mm. Yeah. And by the way, you're listening to Shots from Across the Pond. We are Say Yes, Do Nothing with Max as our, our guest uh, DJ, I would say. You've been picking Thank a lot of the yeah, songs, I mean, right? Yeah, that's Thank true. You. Yeah. So what song we get? we got next, Max? We're having uh, Steel Pulse's State of Emergency. Awesome. Is that first song? Yeah. That's the first song, yeah. Awesome. Crap. We're hitting the button on the LP player. We only play LPs on shots from across the pond. I'm looking forward to this. That's awesome.
That's hard That's work. awesome. <laughs> this is, it's difficult. It's hard work, isn't it? What a great choice. Yeah, but it's kind of fun, though.
friends. Oh, that's the end of the song. And we're back on eardrumbuzzradio.net. That was Lee Scratch Perry with our guest DJ Max. No, it was Steel that one. Pulse. Steel oh, Pulse. God dang it. <laughs> Stage of Emergency. Perry. Uh, <laughs> see, that's why I'm not the guest DJ. I don't even know. That was Steel Pulse. What album was that? That uh, it's, uh, it's the same name, State of Emergency. They have no, another album, um, probably, when did that come out? Probably some years before that, like Handsworth Revolution. And that's a real great Handsworth. album too. Handsworth Revolution, right. I thought Handsworth's in Birmingham. 88. Yeah, they're, they're I think bands? they're from Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. 1988. Yeah, but like that album was before that, I, I believe, yeah. Steel Pulse. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have the track listing, uh, I believe, uh, it's posted underneath the, the radio show link online. So uh, you can people can find these songs on their audio uh, service. Cool. On the, on the internet. On the internet, yeah. On the internet. All right, so are you in a band in Switzerland? Nice. Yeah, like we have one band and we play two styles of music. Like uh, one day we decided to do another project, like, and we just know each other. Yeah. So we don't really know other musicians we could play with. And uh, from like starting with a rock steady band, hmm. like, uh, listening a lot of that music um, we we also like um, saw the connection as, as well to to fats domino i mean he he was uh, he was very well known in jamaica at that time yeah. and uh, they listened to 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 american music um, motown and mm, mm, mm. Lo lots of soul and that was that's what got got us into it actually ah. Really, like from from soul and and also r recognizing that they they really they did lots of covers, soul covers, and we also saw that they have lots of blues in it. So someday we decided to play some blues as well, and we all like to listen to blues like 60s, 70s blues, and I think something is coming for you from that era. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So, yeah, so I was in high school in Indiana, in the Midwest of the United States, and uh, in a town called Terre Haute, and Terre Haute was surrounded by cornfields, and they had the sewage plant right next to the paper mill, so when the wind was just right, basically the whole town smelled like dirty diapers. It was, it was a living hell. And, uh, but they had one record store called Headstone Records, which looked very much like a porn magazine store. It had no windows, you know, it was like the kind of place where like, you would see like, middle-aged men going in and out like, with paper bags. And uh, you'd go in and the ceiling was about, probably about six and a half feet high, you know, it was very dark, lots of you know, neon posters and stuff like that. And those guys though, they you would go in when you were in high school and they would be and, I, and they would turn you on to records and so i got this record muddy waters rolling stones the collection of muddy Waters stuff uh when i was in high school because the guy pointed me to it and i've had it ever since 
And this is called Tiger in Your Tank in honor of Maddie, who is our massive drummer. I think that he would kill this song. For the this record, he's not massive. He's quite sort of um, slight, actually. He's, he's <laughs> compact, but, but strong. But Big strong. sound. Big, big sound. sound. Big sound. Massive sound. I, I, I call it, what do I call it? The overdrive, the third gear when he kicks in? Yes. Yeah. He has a sonic uppercut that uh, will kick your ass. So anyway, this is Tiger in Your Tank. Transmission then give you the all I don't care what the people think I wanna put a tag you know couldn't be with us tonight, although he will phone in his record selection. He couldn't be with us tonight because he's doing an audio production recording for a film. Because uh, Jake, you and you and Maddie are audio engineers, right? So you, is that, am I using the right name? What, yeah, what, what do you yeah, call yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was my selection for the, for the evening. I think my selection was the jam. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having a tiger in your tank. That would be very inconvenient, wouldn't it? 
tiger. Well, you know what it comes from. Yeah. That was that was a gas station. Uh, it was mobile. It was Exxon, I think, or or mobile gas. Yes. Put a tiger in your tank. Yes. I yeah. saw a lot of mobile M O B I L. Yes. Gas stations. Yeah. In uh, my so several trips around the U S. And then they said then they said put an oil slick in your coral reef. That was the the next song. Oh, that's not great. Yeah, but it, yeah. it works. Yeah, you know, you're gonna, commentary there. Yeah, I mean, muddy, wa muddy waters, right? Muddy waters. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. what a great sound. Yeah, at the same folk festival as Bob Dylan, if you can imagine that. When Bob Dylan Newport. went electric. Yeah. No, Newport. Before we went electric. The first one, yeah. Unplugged. When he was sitting there with Joan Baez and yeah, he couldn't tune his guitar. Yeah. Which always makes me feel better. Right. <laughs> they didn't have chromatic tuners back then. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, <laughs> he really needed one. <laughs> Hendrix, uh, Hendrix yeah. always struggled with that, didn't he, as well? He was always mm. fanatic about tuning. Right. Even in mid Star Spangled Banner, right? Doesn't he like tune mid song at Woodstock? The, the strat, yeah, the strat and the the, the, the tailpiece, and that's not the best design, but uh, yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. The, yeah, yeah. I, I remember like when when I started playing guitar, I was I was a huge fan. I'm still a huge fan of Jimi Hendrix, but I remember hearing uh, first time I heard the song. Uh, Machine Gun yeah. was uh, the, that live concert on uh, New Year's Eve and you hear that <laughs> like just and he's, he's playing a note and then it makes bah! at the same time it, it, it sounds very really peculiar huh. uh, what I wanted to say is that um, I, I tried to play it but it never sounded right so my father was listening and he said yeah, probably like the the E string is not in tune, but I didn't realize because it uh, still sounded so so great, you know. Sonically, there's something in that, yeah. right? Like microtonalism, yeah. and in, in a lot of Eastern music, you get that kind of uh, yeah. notes between notes, and that's crazy, isn't it? I, I think it was the uh, yeah. If you've ever gone crazy with a Fender Stratocaster and the tram system, it's not best at staying in tune, is it? That's why we play tellies, right? Telecaster. Yeah, Telecaster, you, do, you can drop that thing down the stairs, you can smack someone across the head with it, you can throw it in the sea, it's still stay in tune. So I heard, I heard a legend about the Telecaster, the Fender Telecaster guitar, that one, the guitar player for Bob Dylan's band, of the band, he was on his way to a gig in New York, and it was snowing, and some guys tried to mug him, and he was carrying his Telecaster over his shoulder, and he fought them off. With the Telecaster, it's <laughs> a good chunk of wood. Eddie, Eddie showed yeah, up. A yeah, it's a chunk of wood. He showed up to the gig and it was still in tune. Wow. Ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> Muddy Waters uh, used to play a Telly too. That's right. And, it is. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. um, that's nice. We came around the Telecaster. Yeah. 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 He had that. Uh, he's got yeah. that sort of '66. No, probably earlier than that. He's got that candy apple red rosewood yeah. board. Uh, you say the checkerboard lounge show with the stones. Mm -hmm. the Stones twice now and uh, for the record I'm wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt he really time, so really likes nerd. the Rolling Stones but uh yeah that was a, that's a great Prince uh, played, great played a Telecaster guitar. right like it was, half was like his funny funny guitar and the other one the Ibanez and then oh, the, the big purple one with the swirl was that Ibanez or something I don't know yeah but the other rest of the time it was Telecaster right the Ibanez you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't either that was my first guitar though Ibanez yeah yeah Ibanez yeah yeah, it was cheap. My, my first guitar was actually Fender Telecaster. Mm. Straight to the heart of it. You're very directed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well. I think it's time for another song. And our another guest, tune. Our guest DJ says. 
Oh. He has to put down his cigarette. Yeah. Uh, Not being very fair to Max. He just got off an eight-hour train ride from Zurich. An ungradable train ride. Ungradable train ride. An eight-hour ungradable train ride. Actually, this one. Eight hours, I don't remember. For a good reason. You know that one? Uh, I don't know. That sounds like most of my I know, right? Eight point. hours? In, no, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, 84 sounds, ah, sounds decent. A good choice. You'll notice there's a bit of a theme to this uh, show. It's somewhere between uh, Dan and me playing our, 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 our bluesy rock with 80s stuff because we're, we... Uh, We've dug through Jake's dad's record. We need to be more modern, don't we? So 80s is, um, you know. 80, yeah. Yeah, yeah we need to catch up to the 80s. Oh, that's right. I, but I have an 80s band that I was going to play that is a very unknown band. So after this, I'm going to play my favorite band that no one knows about. So we have, yeah, next tune is The Stranglers. It's called No Mercy. It's good. We have a maxi single here, so I just have to push the button. He's pressing it. For those people who don't know, there's a difference in speed between singles and records of 33 rep, rep, rotations per minute and 45. We are switching to 45, pressing the button as we speak and playing The Stranglers.
That was a very surprising version of a Stranglers song. <laughs> we, we put it on. We didn't know. It's called the uh, Concrete Mix. I think it should be called the Cocaine Mix myself. Why? Uh, it sounds a lot like people in the back of a club. Uh, this is what I imagine American Psycho. Like uh, this might have been playing at a club. He might have stumbled into at 2 a.m. I'm sorry, Dave, but I'm going to have to take a moment to correct you about your comment about uh, rotations per minute. 
Well, this is a fun podcast. I mean, radio show. Tell me, Dan, what did I do wrong? It's not rotations, it's revolutions. Right on, man. It is about the revolution. Yeah, I mean, if you can't get revolution, if you're gonna rotations get right. Revolutions per minute, right? It's not rock and roll. Yeah. How many revolutions can you have per minute, Dan? Well, that's a wider question about revolution. So what's this next one? Okay, so this is The Insiders, or Insiders, Ghost on the Beach. So this was a Chicago band that was just on, when Tom Petty was big in the 80s, these guys were just on the cusp of really hitting it big with that kind of oriented radio rock. And then grunge happened. And they were on the same, they were headlining the bill in Chicago when the Smashing Pumpkins were like kind of like one of the opening bands coming through. And so, so these guys, and if you look at the picture, they, they, he does, that's the lead singer with the what? He's not a cool looking dude. I mean, they don't look cool, right? But, <laughs> I, but this album, to me, it, it's really, it rocks. And really, really good songwriting. But they just, the moment, the moment didn't happen. And they're actually still on Facebook. Like every once in a while they're like playing a coffee shop you'll see on Facebook. And to be honest, this was when I was a kid, when I was in high school or whatever, this was one of my, I had it, my, my, my uncle taped it and kicked it down to me. So this is The Insiders, Ghost on the Beach. It's the one song that you can kind of find on YouTube, sort of. And I bought this off of eBay. And that's the wrong speed. So what were you saying about uh, Revolutions <laughs> Per Minute? They were heavily influenced by Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> For the listeners, I'm, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, the album cover on the back of it. There's a sort of insinuation that the band wore Cuban heel boots, and uh, I mean, just, everyone knows if you wear Cuban heel boots, that instantly makes you cool. Uh, well, I think I, I think the five minutes that they did that photo session, probably it was the thing to wear. The night I saw you, the night I first touched you, surf and kiss the salt off your face. Deep light, standing underneath the 
never walked there. Wind is silent like no man ever spoke. Fire's cold in their homes, just dust and smoke. To uh, close out the podcast, we're going to play you a track by uh, Godfather of all modern music. Little Richard? No. I bet Chuck you Marie. Oh, well. And uh, the, gra- the grandfather of, uh, of modern music. And uh, we're going to play a track called Back in the USA.
Paolo explain how he did that. Dan, what do you think? That's fantastic. All right, well, this has been uh, Shots from Across the Pond with your favorite band, uh, Say Yes, Do Nothing. I'm Dave. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. Maddie uh, was on, on set, couldn't be with us, with our guest DJ. Max. Max. And uh, you can catch Say Yes, Do Nothing September 23rd at Camden Assembly in Camden in London, proper venue. And then in Leighton Buzzard, September 29th. Third. No. September 23rd is Camden Assembly. Oh. September 29th is Leighton Buzzard. I hope Jake shows up. Um, about it. Thanks, for, thanks everybody for coming. And again, what is the uh, secret word to get a free t-shirt, Dan? Shivas Regal. Shivas Please give me a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. And thank you to eardrumbuzzradio.net for having shots from across the bar. Until next month, goodbye. Bye.